0: Hey, this is Alex Sturgeon with the Hobbytown Hobbyplex. I'm here with uh, Will. Go ahead, Will. Oh,
1: hey, this is Will.
0: And once again, Will is uh, calling in. It seemed to work yeah. on the last one. We did pretty well, so we're gonna doing it again. The only thing that I noticed was that I can't give you any like physical cues. Oh. You know, like like I can't just like I can't make eye contact with you, or or frown, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or anything like that. You know, like it's just it is what it is.
1: Well, I plan on coming up, like, for the next one, probably. Oh, that's good. Or something. Like, I'd like to come up once a month or so. Right. It just, it's, it it, to drive an hour. No,
0: and I don't blame you. That'd be way easier. What we need to do is, we already have a sponsor for the show, uh, PivotLending.com. We need to find you a gas money sponsor. That's what we need to do. Or uh, we need to find, we need to find, like, a... Like some way to, to, to fund you $10 a week or whatever it is. We
1: need, we need a Patreon. Yeah. We like, need a Patreon. Exactly. Like if, Absolutely. Yeah, the, yeah. Like if you, uh, <laughs> we do like an infomercial, like what is it? Those dogs that they like, you know, what I'm talking about, they have those infomercials like, Hey, do you like dogs getting beaten every day? Give us a <laughs> cup of coffees, worth right. Money every day to stop. Stop this guy from beating these dogs.
0: In the arms <laughs> of an angel. Yeah. <laughs> There's pictures me. of dogs shivering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, by the way, uh, Emerson Sturgeon is joining us in studio today. Hello. Uh, Emerson got all of his homework done.
2: Yay.
0: And uh, first
1: time for everything, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it was raining out today, so no skateboard park or no outside play or anything like that. And I think he's um he's kinda he's kinda video gamed out, maybe.
2: A little bit. A little
0: bit. What video game are you playing right now?
1: Rainbow Six Siege.
0: Bull crap! I uh, you last night you were playing Minecraft.
1: <laughs> Aren't you like thirteen? I
0: was
1: like minding some crafts, yo.
0: I think he plays Minecraft just to like talk to his friends. Uh, I don't maybe. think I don't think there's an actual game going on. I think it's more of of uh, it's just it, it allows him to contact uh, well, his, one, all of his friends at once.
2: One of my one of my friends game shared me Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, so, okay. Well, that's good. A couple nights ago.
0: Let's get into some hobby news. Not a whole lot going on uh, as far as general hobby news uh, this week, but of course, there were some races. There's pretty much going to be races all the time, right? I mean, isn't that the way kind of the thing works?
1: Like the Hobby Town is a place that sells racing. So, Hobbyplex is. So, uh, yeah, we we should be racing all the time, right?
0: There's almost like a pro circuit, though. Like, it kind of starts with the Reedy race and then a couple, you know, and then another. Week goes by and it's J Concepts race and then another week goes by and or two weeks go by and it's DNC and then another week go by or two and then it's so it just kind of goes on and on and on. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Yeah, you know, it's a good thing gives us stuff to talk about.
1: Yeah. But, if uh, I ever won if I were the lottery, like that's what I do. I just buy cars for every type of racing and I would just go on the tour. Like I would yeah. just do do all of them all. That'd be fun to do for a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: If you won the lottery, just 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 forget about everything and just race RC cars for a year. You could be, you could do it because there's literally a big race every single week. I think so. So Desert Classic uh, is the first thing on my list here. That is the replacement for the Cactus Classic, and that uh, took over basically once SRS went away. There was no Cactus Classic anymore. The name, if I don't if I understand how it worked, they couldn't use the name or whatever because it had to be purchased. Does that sound
1: yeah. right? Right. Yeah. They own the rights to that race. Right.
0: In the name. And so now it's, uh, um, now it's known as desert classic, which is fine. Uh, cactus desert, whatever. Same thing.
1: Yeah. The trophies also have a cactus on them. Oh, I believe. Still. Really nice. <laughs> Don't they?
0: Uh, I, I didn't see them this year <laughs> to be honest with you, man. We were so busy at the store this week in, in many ways. So we had uh, a perfect storm of lots of customers, And we also had lots of boxes in the back because we made uh, a bunch of large orders in order to kind of stock up in case there's any disruption due to this coronavirus silliness going around. So I looked on my phone. Unfortunately, I couldn't watch the mains. I was was all set to watch the mains, maybe see the J Concepts feed or whatever. But I didn't want to look like I was ignoring people at the store. And that's not a good thing to do. So I really didn't catch any of it. But I do know the results. And I wanted to mention that one of our local dudes, Tom Ritternecht, we've talked about him before, um, he made the A in both two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive mod. Those are the two classes he's supposed to make, the A main in at a big event like that. And uh, he finished uh, eighth in four-wheel drive and ninth in two-wheel drive. Nice. Dakota Fend, believe he won four-wheel drive and truck, and then Ty Tessman won two-wheel drive. I mean, that's kind of a big deal for, for Tessman and for X-Ray winning uh, the Desert Classic.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that'd be a big deal for anybody.
0: But, I mean, that's at Ryan Mayfield and Spencer Rivkin's home track. Sure. You know, and they finish, w- they finish second and third.
1: Yeah. I wonder how much uh, guys go to races before the race to prepare for them. It'd be interesting to know if he was there a week before or something.
0: Yeah. And that's, uh, I've never driven on it, uh, at least not yet, but that's a surface that they run like aqua compound slicks on.
1: Yeah. So it's like a, from my understanding is it's a dry abrasive track right so it just yeah it's in it, it it so it's kind of different
0: than what yeah. uh what a lot of us would be used to running on right but tom's done really good down there remember he made the a main at the nats when it was there i believe it was mm-hmm. uh 18 2018 yeah and uh i i can't remember how he did last year but i know um at least this year making the a that's 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 a big deal
1: yeah, I think last year might have been a little bit on the hurting side, just because he had it was starting out with oh, TLR. That's right. He had a brand new ride
0: and and needed to yeah. learn the car a little bit.
1: Yeah. So. so, but now it seems like he's gone to a lot of tracks. He's getting things kind of settled in, and you know, it, it, like I like said, you know, at times, it, it, if you under it understanding your vehicle is more important than having the right one, right? Right.
0: The other thing that I noticed at the Desert Classic, and I want to get to it here, is they had a Reedy 2 wheel drive buggy class. And it's and that was no sponsors. It's it's exactly like what we do for our independent series, um, and our independent classes. So they mm-hmm. had 38 entries, and I think so four wheel drive only had 19 mod four wheel drive mod, two wheel drive mod only had 22, and then let's look at stock buggy. So pro line two wheel drive stock buggy had 53. So 30 wow. something entries for the independent class. I. I think that's going to be a thing that all these larger events are going to have to have from now on.
1: Well, I I think so. I mean, so uh, Jason added it to the INS series and you know, it seems like whatever uh, classes are added to that uh, series kind of end up becoming the norm for every other race. That's not a roar event. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. It seems that way. Roar is the only one that probably won't ever do that because they, when I was there as a as a um, XCOM member, there was no way for Roar to differentiate the classes. So I don't think you you might see it there. Maybe one day you will, but I don't think you're going to see it at most.
1: Um, yeah, Roar events. I think that they would end up adding a class. Like it would be like that would be almost like this the stock buggy, and because they don't even call uh, twenty or seventeen five buggy stock. It's seventeen five buggy yeah no timing, yeah right, yeah they like don't call anything stock stock right? that was a
0: big thing when I was on there too was they didn't want to call it stock anymore, they wanted to call it spec, so uh-huh. uh yeah, it was kind huh. of a weird thing, um, yeah, but I think I think at private events i think I think having an independent class is a really good idea. It gives regular people a chance to not only do well but a chance to kind of get that feeling of in the, of being in the a main and kind of having your name called out and and being in the midst of it. Or sometimes without that, you're kind of stuck back there in the D main and you're not going to get as much, you're not going to get as much focus.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I feel like, uh, having an independent class is a lot less intimidating right? to a new person or somebody that, uh, that's really for the guy that maybe that's their first big race. Right. Yeah. So, exactly. Um, yeah. And like, Hey, you know, I can, I can wear my, my regular old t-shirt, You know, I wear Adidas t-shirt and, and, you know, my regular street clothes and just go have a good time with my buddies. Right. You know, it's not a, it's, it's not a, uh, it's not a big deal. You know, I mean, it is a big deal if you want it. Sorry, not, not to talk it down or anything like that, but it's like, it's a lot less intimidating or it, it's, it looks a little bit easier to get into.
0: Yeah. Emerson won independent series at the Hobbyplex back yeah. in 2016
2: <clears> I think so yeah
0: because yeah. we we've been trying to do the independent stuff for a while and that's where you know in the fall when after the summer series and after the things kind of settle down a little bit I try to have something that that kind of keeps club racing up and lets people kind of focus you know
1: yeah for your for our weekly racing a point series is actually kind of nice I mean we saw it with our uh, Protech, uh, series, yeah. you know, it, what, it wasn't like, Oh, I'll just show up in club race. You know, you had guys like, Oh, I got to make six of the nine, you know, Oh, man, I'm not going to make this one Bummer. Right. you know, there's a lot more, uh, emphasis to show up. So I, I actually kind of like that aspect of it, especially with, uh, you know, if you're new and you're trying to, uh, see where you stack up on an overall average for a few months of racing, with the local crowd, I mean, that's kind of your Woodstock, you know, I, I used to really enjoy uh series points racing like that yeah. weekly style. Well, you should
0: still enjoy it because you've won mod buggy <laughs> and you didn't even have to show up last week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's something, yeah, it, it, it's a, uh, it, it gets you a little bit more competitive and into it, you yeah. know, and you start looking at racing as a big picture, you know, Yeah.
0: So that's pretty cool with that. And uh, again, congrats to Tom. We really love that kid. He's a, uh, he's a summer series champ. Um, yeah, he's all right. He's uh, <laughs> he's local. I mean, he's local. And uh, anytime that we see local dudes doing really good, uh, we, we yeah. want to give him a shout out. That's what this podcast mm-hmm. is for, you know, in many ways, just really quick because unfortunately I don't know a lot of these names anymore, but the carpet, the roar on road carpet Nats was held this week. And that's something that um, we've held in the past. The last one was in 2014. We're trying to decide if we're gonna put in for it or not, because it it's just one of those things where we don't have like a like our carpet's put over top of our rig, our old carpet, and that's how we're able to get good grip with the black carpet. But we don't have a subfloor. Right. And I remember the last time we held the Nats in 14, a lot of the talk was was so negative because we didn't have a subfloor. But it was like yeah. but it was like, okay, I mean, yeah, we don't have a subfloor, but it's the IIC. It's the IIC carpet. Like this is the same carpet that they raced on the previous year. Who cares? And, yeah. then, every, and then people well, showed up and it was fine.
1: I mean, do you want a subfloor or do you want to keep having an at somewhere nice? Right. <laughs> you know.
0: But um, kind of cool. So mod touring car um, it was your top three was Sam Isaacs and Kevin Aber and uh, Kemp Anderson. To be honest with you, I'm not familiar with. Most of the other than Kevin A. Bear, who who went from a, when Associated Killed their Onward Road program, uh, got picked up by X Ray. And mm-hmm. uh, that's a good home for him because X Ray makes really good cars for On Road. It's kind of why they're king. Yeah. But uh, previous champ, Chris Adams, was in there. Andrew, Drew Ellis was fourth. That's a really good finish. Ralph Birch was ninth. Ralph Birch has got to mm. be like 50 now, isn't he?
1: <laughs> uh, probably.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, you know that's pretty cool to see those guys still plugging away at it. I I announced the Nats for Roar a few times, and uh, I recognize you know a few of these names in the uh, in the mod touring car and then mod twelve scale. It was the same top three, just just different places. So Kevin A. won mod twelve scale, mm-hmm. and uh, then it was Sam Isaacs and uh, Kemp Anderson. But here's the thing: I've seen this at previous Nats that I've done for Roar. Mod twelve scale had eight entries. Yeah, that's kind of par for the course on that one. But let's look at twelve scale. Uh, oh, geez, yeah. So for twelve scale, there was only thirteen and seventeen five, and in thirteen five, there was only fourteen. So it seems like a down year for twelve scale because usually there's at least, especially in stock. There was when I when I was announcing for roar a couple of years ago, there was at least two or three heats. That's kind of weird.
1: We should build twelve scales and go to those. Go to the Nats next year. Well, that's what
0: I when the Nats were there in fourteen, I entered. With a with a Kyosho, twelve scale that I had not really even practiced with, and I finished ninth, and I never even nice. finished. I fit, I fin I didn't even finish a race. So, <laughs> huh. but I dude, I was like in everybody's way, and I'm like I this is stupid. Why am I out here?
1: Not yeah, yet. that's why people need to help you so you're not in the way, right? That's right. why you help other people that are slower than you, and you're you're racing yeah. so they don't break your stuff.
0: I th- most <laughs> of those guys didn't. I think, I think around that time, I didn't announce the one that we had at our place because, mm-hmm. um, I didn't want to, I wanted, I had to work and plus I, you know, I was, I was trying to race, but I, I think those guys had, had, had enough of me at that point.
1: Oh yeah, probably <laughs> you, a little bit. it goes a long way.
0: Yeah. Gosh, yeah, totally. Uh, 21, five touring car. So Bill Sider, uh, it comes up to the Plex every once in a while, I'll finish third. Oh, hell yeah. So, and 21, five, um, had 30 entries. And then let's look at USGT. So Eric Jones, uh, the he's the owner of um of Hobbytown and one of the Hobbytowns in Kansas City finished second.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: And there was two heats of that. There was seventeen entries, so that's not too bad.
1: That's pretty pretty cool.
0: Yeah, isn't that neat? So yeah. I don't know. We may or may not put in for the Nats this year. It, it'll be either off road or or carpet that we put in for, maybe even both, and we'll see what we get. It's just so H- much price so put in for the much
1: off-road work. one.
0: Well, I know it's just so much work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And then uh final thing for hobby news here before we move on is uh, so uh, I talked with Jason Rona and he, I asked him if he's made a decision on the, uh, the control tire for the J concept spring oval Nats that we're having in April, the, the first weekend of April. And he let me know. And then he made a thing about it that there, it's going to be silver compound ellipses. Nice. And for those of you guys that don't know what silver compound ellipses are, it's a rubber tire in a compound made for clay.
1: So, yeah, the way that it was described is it's for a uh, a surface that may not have uh, matured yet. What we're finding um, when we use them, it's like when the track grooves up like crazy, you can run them, you know, really low. You know, in our case, we're going to be running them really low because you can't run slicks. Right. But when you run them really low they take a little bit of that squirreliness away that you get from a gold compound that's super hooked up where they kind of grab and bite and it just like smooths everything out. And it's almost like a kind of a lighter car feeling and you know, it's faster. I mean, a a tight car or one that's super in the track and you know, isn't going to slide around a little bit, isn't going to be fast. Right. I mean, sometimes it is, but most of the time it's not, you need your car to feel like kind of light, you know, out of the track feeling, um, and that's when your car's really fast. So. Yeah, but I think it's a good, good move, and it'll be interesting to see you know what the surface does with, with uh, that tire, and you know what guys are going to use for sauce on them because they don't really take a whole lot of sauce work, right? Right. Uh, he's kind well, of because they're a know,
0: softer compound tire, correct?
1: Right. Yeah, they're softer than gold, so yeah. um, you don't really have to work them as hard to get them to grip. Yeah, And they seem to be overall a better uh, feeling compound.
0: So that's pretty cool. Um, I'm glad they made an announcement for us too. So I was getting ready to. And then again, we've had a super duper duper busy weekend. And I wasn't able to get on it right away. So they kind of beat me to the punch. But that's fine. I'm I'm cool with that. Let's move on to new products. So uh, we got the SCX-24 uh, Fords in stock from Axial. Those are those cute little... Uh, 24 scale rock crawlers, nice. and uh, we got a bunch of them because we ordered them. We ordered the max amount that they would allot for both our our Hobby Plex store and La Vista. So cool, yeah. So we were able to get uh we were able to get it. It's pretty good, and they look really good. I like the coloring on them, and uh, we may one day have a 24 scale um, crawling course at the Plex. But I've put a lot of work into the outdoor and indoor. 10th scale one and it's going to start getting the busy season for me. Cause like tonight after we're done with this, I got to go drop off my kid and then I'm going straight to the track to work on the techno series layout starting tonight. Right. Woo. So yeah. So it's going to be busy. You it's almost
1: say? like if, if we built like a, uh 24th scale rock crawler track, you could try to find a spot to put it like in the store. Or on no, that's, cap or yeah, something. that's the
0: plan. So we were actually, Talking about maybe removing a couple of the um logier racks from the train aisle. Oh, and then and perfect. then I was actually thinking about using the some of the train yeah. stuff, like um <laughs> the stuff to make Yeah, the woodland scenic uh, stuff. Yeah, the woodland scenic stuff to make a yeah. course on like a four yeah, by you, eight foot table.
1: Yeah, use your your train dead stock to make a, a <laughs> rock crawling course in the train section. Yeah. That'd be that'd be really cool.
0: Yeah. Uh we got in the fortieth anniversary mini tees in stock. Uh, they actually came in stock last week and they were they made it to our what's new Wednesday that we had on YouTube uh, that we try to do every Wednesday unless we're too busy or we literally didn't get anything in, but uh, we did. And I don't know if you've seen those in person, but they're 250 bucks. They got a like stamped chassis. So it's, it's like, um, and it says 40th anniversary in the bottom. I'd almost be afraid to drive it because I, you would scrape it off. And I don't think that would be cool. But then they have uh, the metal shocks are on them too. I believe. Oh
1: really? That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, I remember the the old mini T or the original one, like that was like one of the first upgrades you had to do. And it was like fifty bucks. Yeah. For the aluminum shocks. There's a couple other things that you just do to that out of the box. Before I'm on a brushless system, but yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's got metal gears, so it can handle the brushless system that's in it. That's one reason why it's a little bit more expensive. So. yeah,
1: there's a, there's a hobby wing system. I think it sells like right across the shelf for like 45 or 50 bucks. I bought one for my RC 18 R that I have and it's an 18 scale brushless system that comes with like a programming card and all this stuff Yeah, was a pretty good deal. It'd be perfect for that.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, the little mini track I put down in the, uh, in the middle of the oval is going to have to go for the, uh, Jay concepts race. So we're going to use some of that mm-hmm. dirt to kind of, kind of smooth out the track and everything. There's uh, some new stuff on the horizon. Ha <laughs> ha. Kind of punny because the Sport Cub 2 is made by Horizon and, uh, and uh, Hobby, Hobby Wing E-Flight, whatever. But the th- here's, here's why I wanted to bring this up because it kind of goes into the thing that we've been, we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks with this drone ID thing and the FAA doing the um, trying to p- impose rules that could make it more expensive or whatever. This is another one of those planes, though, that's underneath where you have to be where you have to register there's no FAA requirement so this one no matter what they come up with wouldn't have to have a remote id thing in it because it's so light and so small
1: that's good i think that like stuff like that is actually probably a good way to get people into the hobby anyway yes you know like uh it's a lot less intimidating because it is so small and with the gyros that they put on those things now yeah it's like it's already super stable. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the original so Sport like,
0: Cup was fine. I had one. A little yeah. it, This little white and blue thing, and it flew even in some wind. It flew yeah. really good. So, I don't know. That one's got, it's going to have safe built into it. It's going to have panic recovery, and it's going to have telemetry built into it.
1: Woo.
0: Yeah. And All in a tiny little airplane.
1: has more uh, information than the original NASA launches uh, Lunar Lander. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, let's see what else is there. Uh, so J concepts has this, uh, street eliminator, new body coming out. I believe it's a Camaro. I I guess I didn't write it down, but I'm pretty sure it's a Camaro. And, um,
1: yeah, I I remember, uh, I remember seeing it and I was like, man, I don't know what it is about that dang Camaro, but I want to put like a pack of smokes in my sleeve and grease my hair up and get one. (laughs) So I have,
0: I have the super slash 1000 that I -hmm. use for our enduro. I've been thinking about selling it because it's got so much cool stuff on it that tr- tracks of stuff with anything. Aluminum goes for crazy amounts of money on eBay still these days. And I have a, uh, well, I'm not going to say it right now because I think my wife's watching on the YouTube channel, but um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I've been, I've been tempted to get rid of it, but at the same time I see this new body coming out and I kind of want to join the popularity of drag racing. It's yeah. It's actually gotten quite substantial around our area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's a group of guys that's been coming in for over a year now that actually they just go find a smooth parking lot. Like I know there's a group that goes to the Ralston arena parking lot and they, they literally race for money. So really? yeah, they race. So I don't know. I, you're going
1: to, you going you gonna to race for pinks.
0: I don't know. I don't want to, I don't know if I want to do that or not. Cause then what, <laughs> if, yeah,
1: that'd just Lose be one more race. Th- That'd be one Lose more. Th- ride.
0: <laughs> that'd be one more thing to add. Uh, to my wife's frustration, of my hobby. If you combine gambling and RC cars, would that be really bad for me? Because I love the blackjack tables.
1: Is yeah, sorry, favorite? Emerson. You gotta go live with this guy now. <laughs> Emerson in a street race. <laughs> Emerson's not here
0: right now. He took off to go use the bathroom. He got tired of just oh. sitting here staring at us. But he'll oh. be back. He'll be back. He's fine. But anyway, no, see what I'm saying? Back. So, uh, drag racing is really popular in our area. So we carry the all that we carry. J Concepts. Um, DE racing and proline tires. Now they're on the, the belted stuff. So we're I got the J Concepts belted tires on back order. We've had the proline stuff
1: for a while. I got an SC ten out in my garage just begging to be built into a dragster.
0: <laughs> yeah, and don't you think like it's it'd it almost be a way to kind of recycle older cars that really can't be used for racing anymore. Like like a Traxxas. now, Traxxas slashes still are used for racing, but even like you said, like an SC ten or yeah. or anything like that. But also it's kind of the bodies are pretty cool because it reminds me of when short course first came about and you had this big giant canvas to put your own paint scheme on. Yeah. It's kind of the same way with these.
1: Well, I just like how scale they look.
0: Yeah. That too.
1: That too. You know, and you can do it anywhere. Like, you know, you're talking about a group of guys going to a parking lot and racing for souls or something, you know? Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to have a, you don't have to have a purpose built facility to, to drag race. As yeah. long as as long as you got permission to go somewhere or as long as you're not gonna get, you know, some crazy security guard running after you for for driving RC cars in a parking lot.
1: You know? Well, you, I mean you got a buddy that lives across the street and you know, the this you got a street in front of your house. Yeah.
0: And then uh finally for new products I got, they the Horizon just announced their DX three um smart system and mm-hmm. it's gonna kinda fill the gap between what the DX two E and then the DX5C is. So yeah. the DX5C is a digital radio. They kind of up the price on it. If you want a receiver, it's it's 150. Without a receiver, it's 109. And then you can buy a two channel receiver. So it's it's kind of cheaper. But that radio used to be 109 with a receiver. So now mm-hmm. they, they have this big gap between the $64 DX2E, which is a pretty I mean, they're not sponsoring our show. So let's face it, it's kind of a chintzy radio. It's plastic, right? right. There's no foam on the wheel or anything like that. So,
1: you, you know what? I think that radio would be good for yeah. Are those. The, like you ever see those, like the guys that do the scale rally racing and they run behind the car. Yeah. Like, like for an hour, like, like they're doing like major cardio. I would, I would love to do that. You, you, you like fall and you know, with that radio in your hand, I bet you get right back up, you know, yeah. mud in your teeth and keep driving. Like it. it uh, a, <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it
0: seem though that that Spectrum kind of has the entry level radio market kind of figured out?
1: I think that they have the most options coming from somebody that used to work in a hobby town for a long time or still does at times. I would hate it from an owner's standpoint if you just have a work a while kid there that you know sells him a radio, but there's so many options for that same box and that same transmitter you know, it comes with like, this one comes with three receivers, but this one plays a song. Like, yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. uh, it, it would be a little bit confusing and intimidating. Um, I, th- I think that, um, are not intimidating. It'd be confusing. I know that for sure. Like yeah. you definitely have to be invested with your, you know, your knowledge, uh, to sell something like that. They, they definitely have the most options. I, you know, that's, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. Futaba and Sanwa radios, their their budget radios are over hundred dollars. The Sanwa, yeah. well, the Sanwa is ninety nine, but but the it's mm-hmm. three PL, I think.
1: The, yeah, something like that. Like,
0: theirs is like one hundred nine ninety nine. So if you can get if you can get one of these radios that's three channel for for under hundred bucks, it's a lot easier to sell someone who's just ruined their their receiver and their slash, and is thinking about getting a new controller anyways.
1: Right. You know? The, the thing, the thing is though, I mean, I don't know. A lot of people say they, they can't feel it or whatever, but I think I can feel the latency. Well, you and I can, better. Oh, there's
0: no doubt yeah. about that. Dude, when somebody hands me a, um, a DX, an older DX four or DX three that they still have and I drive their car, I'm like, Whoa, like what's wrong with your car? Why is your car yeah. doesn't, why doesn't your car react? And then I'm like, Oh, it's probably the radio. Cause yeah, there's yeah. a huge latency difference. I never really believed in that until quick story. F- well, yeah, that basically <laughs> a quick story before I m- we move on because we're we're about a half hour in. But uh, in 2018, I had my my DX5R, not the Pro, but the R, the older version of that 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 first radio or whatever. And both my cars, my eight scale and my ten scale, felt really wandery. and I could never figure out why. They felt that way. I changed servos. I changed my setup. I, cha- I went into linkage and stuff. I was having so much trouble trying to figure this out. I'm like, you know what? You have an extra M12. Let me see what it is. And you let me borrow your radio. I put it in my 10 scale car and I went, holy crap.
1: It's Oh the radio. yeah. I got, a, I, had a, I got a new one for the Nats that year Yeah. and I used my old one.
0: Yeah. And then I'm like, well, let me try to my 8 scale. And I, I put the receiver in the 8 scale and went out and drove it. And I'm like, holy crap. It's the yeah. radio. And I kid you not, if I, if I handle a DX5R, the older version, it's not the pro, not the new one that they have and not the DX6, but they had kind of an in-between one there for a little while from Spectrum. But if I drive, anybody has that radio still and I drive the car, it feels the exact same way. It feels wandering almost like just like it wouldn't quite center just right. Yeah. And so I kind of went Sanwa, but I, that, that's that fall I sold every, I changed a whole bunch of stuff and, um. I've been really happy with my MT44 since. That's not to say that the spectrum stuff isn't any good. It's just there's definitely a feel difference between brands, especially, but especially the budget brands. Like, that's what I tell people in the store. If they come in and they need new radio, I'm going to show them the options. And I'll show them the $109 DX5C. And then I'll show them, you know, the, the 4PL from Futaba that's got a little bit better latency. And then we'll talk about the MT44. And I'll say, look, here's the thing. If you have digital servos and you know what your what you're trying to feel, this DX5C is going to feel way different than this MT-44. And that's just the facts of it.
2: The winner is...
0: Why don't we move on to local results? Let's start with Family Friday Off-Road. This... My favorite. I know. So this one, we only had about 40 entries this weekend. But the week before that, you know, we had 68. And then the week before that, we had like 50-something. But it was super nice out on Friday. So you could kind of tell that... You weren't going to get the bigger turnout, but once again, though, Plexpec had, and let's take a look at it here, because I just want to bring this up. So Plexpec had 21 entries,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that makes my heart happy because that's what Family Friday is about. Family Friday off road we have it's for it's a beginner night basically, but we'll still if you want to race stock buggy on the dirt, come on Friday. If you want to race eight scale, definitely come on Friday. But If we don't, even if we don't get any of those guys, if we still have two, three, four heats of plex, I I think it's a successful night.
1: Yeah, I would agree.
0: And there's some guys like, um, uh, the Yoders, Jacob and Paul, um, Steve wall, uh, Dan Nielsen, Josh McMullen, and then the Ebners. It looks like Alyssa Salcedo, Salcedo, who's, who's, uh, I believe Mark's daughter finished eighth. Isn't that awesome? Jackson Anderson for some reason was in Plexpec this week and, and won it. <laughs> <laughs> if I was running it, I'd I'd be like, no way, dude, you gotta get out of there. But uh whatever. Um did he win? He did, yeah, he did.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I was gonna I was gonna mock him until my throat was sore. Oh, if, yeah. Uh, he, he got beaten and he ran Plexpec.
0: Well, and then the other thing on Fridays too is we kind of have a resurgence of Pro Four short course truck. Now check this out. I know for mm-hmm. a fact that a couple of these guys they're not running technos, they're running they're running the uh, Arma, um, Senton, and the Slash four by four. So I know nice. that there's there's a couple. It's a resurgence, and I you know I bet you if you hand these guys a techno and let them drive it, they'll be like, whoa, what?
1: Yeah, I know. You know, it's it's still four wheel short course. But <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the honestly, PlexSpec is where those cars belong. Yeah. So you want to you want to. But it's nice to, to see the bone I, I four think, wheel drive short course. I
0: think what they were trying to do was get a second class and and with stuff that they already have. And so you know the centon oh. slash four by four, or the centon and the slash four by four. Technically, they're pro four short course trucks. So why not? You know.
1: Well, that's pretty cool, though. I mean, I I always like to see see people racing. It doesn't matter what they're running. Yeah. Yep.
0: Exactly. So Family Friday was good and then uh the carpet off road syndicate was was uh race number eight. We only have one more and that's on the twenty first. So sad. <laughs> Emerson does not like carpet. I don't. Well, tell us why yeah. you don't like carpet since we got you here. You might as well
2: I don't know. I just I just like the that you have to like prepare for the dirt. Like you know what to expect on the carpet.
0: So you like okay. so you like how the track changes or if it yeah. changes? You actually like that? Yeah, well, that's good. Nice. That's good to hear from okay. my kid.
1: So, uh, Emerson, you like preparing for races on dirt, right? Yeah. So your 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 feeling is uh, you you like racing uh, weekly club racing dirt um, because why? I
2: don't know. It's just like I
0: don't know. Do you feel like your driving style is better on dirt? Because you, oh yeah, you, I mean, you definitely crash more on carpet. That's the one thing I've noticed this year, especially with running pin tires. Last year on slicks, we were running our dirt cars on carpet with slicks. So still kind of had this dirt feel. It seems like because carpet, you do kind of have to change how you approach corners and how you hit jumps and how you land off of jumps and stuff a little bit. It just doesn't seem to suit them right now.
1: That's definitely, uh, you kind of have to pull the reins back at the beginning of your run, you know? Yes. you, You can't come out swinging like on dirt.
0: So 13-5 buggy. There is going to be some pretty tight uh, points battles going on. I don't have the points sheet in front of me, but just going off of memory, so Wade Garing broke. He, he, uh, he broke in the main before the main started.
2: Oh, so, no. Yeah,
0: so he finished eight. So he's that's one of his drops now. And John Kinzer Ooh. won which he's not even in the points anymore, but Wes Hicks got second and Wes Hicks is in the points. Remember he let Cal Gannon run his car the second round. So one of those one hundred ones that he has doesn't count. So, uh, so that boosted him up a little bit and got him closer to uh, Corey Tannehill and Jake Poteet. But I think yeah. he's still a couple of points back from them. And Wade, Wade has a little bit of a cushion, but if I remember correctly, there's one point between Wade, Corey and Jacob. So it's pretty tight. Okay. Wes Hicks also won stadium truck, stadium truck, David Peavler was there, but Peeler's truck looked weird Saturday. It just it looked like it um was like kind of a handful. I don't know. But uh Gage beat his dad again, uh Gage Noonan. And then TJ's running still running his truck. He finished fifth. There's only five trucks, so but Wes did pick up a few points. But I think I'm pretty sure looking at the points, David Peebler pretty much Peeler pretty much has in the bag as long as he shows up next next in two weeks. Independent buggy, Joe Snows, TQ'd and won.
1: That's cool. Yeah,
0: he did a really good job. It seems like, and I've said this before, the 21-5 class on the carpet is is perfect. Maybe Emerson should be running it. No. <laughs> he can't. He's not independent, so there you go. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: yeah. Uh, so, Poteet got second, and I think Jacob Poteet finished a few in front of Phil Palmer. So, it was, it was Joe, Jacob, Gage, Trevin, Phil Palmer, Derek... Noonan, Roger Nemec, TJ Williams, and Brian Damewood all in, the, all in the main. I think that's important for Jacob to finish that far in front of Phil because I think that tightens up the gap between them. I think Phil had it for a little while. We'll talk about Plex spec here real quick. Grace and Stevie finished second out of nine cars.
1: Did you give them that dollar you
0: owe? I did not because I know I'm supposed to owe him a dollar, but I was supposed to owe him a dollar from the crash-in race, not from these. So <laughs> I've, gotten of, I've gotten out of owing them a Man. dollar. I know right. I'm, I suck, but here's the other thing. So Grant Noonan, who's broken, uh, who's broken the last two weeks in the main event. He won.
1: Wow. Nice. That's
0: pretty good. Isn't that great? Yeah. I'm happy for him. Yeah. So that was good for them. Let's move on to uh stock buggy. So this one, Ooh, this one started out rough. This was, you would have been, if you were, you, I think we were, we would have been marshalling this race maybe. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, it was, it was rough. <laughs> so Justin Stebe got the bump, right? And, uh, Wade Gehring qualified third, the finishing order a- after it was all said and done was Wade, Justin and Wes Hicks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dan Wasick and Kinzer and Peevler just, they could not get away from one another. And a couple of them kind of ran into some guys a few times then, and had to wait and then another guy got into another guy and had to wait so they were while they were doing all that Wade and Justin were like see ya and just yeah. rode off into the sunset nobody nobody got ever close to him so nice. and then West Hicks finally got in front of Dan for good on the last couple laps so it was uh it was a barn burner most of the time everybody's happy most of the time everybody's having a good time but there's always going to be a bad race and mm-hmm. this i think that race is probably for the guys that qualified up front, probably the, their worst race of the, of the year. Yeah. So, and it's just, it's RC car racing. That's the way I look at it. And I know I wasn't in that race, but it was RC car racing. It was, it's, it happens. Yeah. Uh, that'll lead us into mod buggy Mm -hmm. because you weren't there. So just want to, just want to point that out. You weren't there. Um, however, uh, Aiden Olson finally won.
1: Is because I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, you weren't there, so <laughs> But
0: Aiden Olson did finally win, but here's the thing. You weren't there, but Alexander Beek came from Des
1: Moines. Yeah, I know, right? So uh so he, round one he called me sat he called me Saturday morning. He was like, Where are you at? I was like, I'm I'm at home. I just got done with CrossFit and it's seventy degrees in March yeah. and I'm going I'm riding my scooter I know. around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um so I TQ'd the first round because I had my best race of the year. I didn't mm-hmm. crash and my car was fast. So nice. I TQ'd round one and then round two, uh Alex had a much better race. His car seemed to be a lot better, and he TQ'd round two by mm-hmm. a couple tenths of a second, actually. So it was uh it was pretty close. But then in the main, yours truly pretty much had a complete blowout. Nice because yeah. I, I put on brand new tires thinking that that was going to be good. So did I.
1: Nah, it
0: terrible. never is. It sounds,
1: it looks really good on paper, but
0: terrible, nope. terrible idea. Vanderbeek did the same thing. He put on new tires and both of our cars during the warm up laps were traction rolling like crazy.
2: You know, it's yep. funny in between rounds. I asked you if I could break him in.
0: I know. And I said, no, I, I know. Hmm. But, uh, but Emerson did, uh, you qualified straight in the main, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. He did That's good. Cool. Um, so it was Aiden, Alex Vanderbeek, me. And the only reason I got third is because we needed a guest announcer. And the only person available at the time was, um, who announced our race. Do you remember? I don't even remember, but unfortunately they weren't as tuned into the race as I, you know, usually am like I'm telling different battles and stuff on the track. And so David Peevler had no idea that he was on the same lap as me. No, he thought I was lapping him. So he like pulled over. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And he's like, aren't you laughing at me? I'm like, no, man, we're racing for a position. <laughs> and <laughs> so I, I kind of felt bad because I was like, should I stop? Like, that wasn't my fault. But at the time, yeah. but it kind of was my fault because I'm racing and not announcing. And I'm, you know, and uh, he just didn't, he, he didn't know where he was. And so, yeah, I don't know. That's
1: That's a bummer. Yeah. Kind of a um, bummer.
0: But whatever, I mean, I, I I basically protected my second place points lead on uh, on Derek. So
1: so Tim and uh, Kenny, they're up at, or they're or both carpet on road guys. Tim was on the show before. Um, they're when they came. Was it last Saturday? Yeah, they came to set up the the carpet race or the carpet track for their uh, winter series. And Kenny goes, hey. Aiden was uh, talking about how he passed you up, man. I was like, what do you mean, pass me up? He said, he just passed you, didn't he? Let the crash in, he passed you. And I said, well, yeah, he did get around me, I guess, but I crashed. And he's like, oh no, he said, he just passed you up, man. I was like, really? And I said, well, I guess, you know, you're the local fast guy when you didn't win. And people are talking about how they passed you. <laughs> so
0: yeah,
1: I thought that was really funny. Like, it's just cute, <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> okay. The last thing is uh, dirt oval. So, the Dirt Oval finals were this weekend. We've only been doing Dirt Oval once a month, and that's just, I don't, it's kind of, Tim kind of just decided, you know, to, to kind of almost consolidate the entries. So, instead of racing every single week, having one last man to be upstairs, you know, working in the store, it kind of gives everybody a chance to look for, it's kind of like the summer series, right? Yeah. So, um, so that happened uh, this weekend, and... It was 44 entries, so it wasn't the best oval turnout we've ever had, but it definitely wasn't the worst oval turnout we've ever had, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, okay, so I would consider uh, dirt oval, or like like 10-scale dirt oval racing, about as popular as 8-scale, right? Yeah. So, like, for that many people to show up for essentially kind of a dirt oval club race... That's still more people than we get for eight scale for a weekly or for a club race, you
0: know? But, no, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's still a better turnout than if we would have, if we tried to do nitro club racing
1: like, right? like that, just, it wouldn't,
0: yeah, it wouldn't get there. So looking at the results from the point series. So late model, it was uh, Mike Archer, Craig Moline and Charles Randall. And they're trying to really get a, a kind of a resurgence for uh, for late model. So that, that was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Street stock was Charles Randall, um, Brian Corus, I think is how you pronounce the last name, Logan Geiger, mm-hmm. and B mod was Phil Palmer, <laughs> our uh, our carpet independent thirteen five guy. Nice, and uh, and then Dalton Hallbaker, who's been coming the whole time. Three sixty sprint. I mean, we're gonna recognize these names: Craig Moline, Mike Archer, and Phil Beartcher. There you go. I mean, those are the guys that should be up there. I think right. right? And then four-
1: yeah, I love those guys.
0: 410 Sprint was Craig Moline, Brian Erb, and Phil Beardscher again. And then SC Modified. Can't forget about that because I still run those. Um, Gregory uh, Hart, uh, Brian Corus, and Derek Sprague was your top three for Dirt Oval. Cool. And Tim made Tim had MX Trophies make us these really cool design trophies out of acrylic, and they're like multi-layered. I think I'm going to use those for our Hobbyplex Spring Champs too.
1: Nice, so you I think, should use them for the Protech series, so I get one. Oh, for sure. it's
0: too late. We're, we're <laughs> already got the boards designed for that one.
1: Um, uh, you can change it no, fine. or just give me one later.
0: but here's the thing. I think what we're gonna do now is <laughs> to, 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 what you say
2: sneak will one. yeah, Yes.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna streamline our awards though. so like our summer series and stuff like that, we're gonna use our boards. but from some of these other events, if we can have mX trophies make like a design for the year, and then all of our big events just have the picture be different and you know, the, the event title and all that stuff be different, but it, but I like these cause they have a big old Hobbyplex on the top of them.
1: No, I thought they looked good. I saw them last weekend. Yeah.
0: The, the, the same ba- basic design is like the honored ones. I think the, uh, uh, the truck ones are definitely different. Why don't that lead us into upcoming events? Woo! Hang on. Hold on.
2: I have my water too.
1: Hey, pass
0: me a kickstart. Let's uh, Woo. go into uh, upcoming Woo. events. Uh, Techno Series finals coming up this weekend. Yay. Emerson's happy about that because we really want to finish a Truggy race. One more for the year.
2: Hopefully. Yeah, it'd be nice. I'd suck if we didn't.
0: Yeah. So at, right after this, uh, I'm going in tonight uh, to work on the track, and then I'll be there all day tomorrow. And hopefully it'll be done by tomorrow night. And put in a new layout. I always try to change something. Again, it's one person doing it. So, you know, I'm not going to go too crazy, but uh, I do want to change something just to make it fresh and new for everybody that comes from out of town, which is most of everybody that comes to the techno series. After that, will be our uh, syndicate last race on the 21st. And we'll have Family Friday back that weekend as well. And then we actually have an open Sunday. There's nothing going on that Sunday. So, wow. I guess it'll be open track. I get to post that and hopefully...
1: Yeah, you get to post it and have a couple of guys complain about it. Yeah, yeah. No, (laughs) uh, they won't complain.
0: Let's just say that... uh, Why don't we get some Nitro guys to come down? Some Nitro people that want to run their T-Maxes and stuff, come on down. And you can run... We're going to have an open Sunday. So come on down. You're more than welcome. It's... uh, Yeah, guys that
1: got their tracks, Max. Come on down. Noon to six.
0: Noon to six. It'll be open.
1: I could probably practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Um... After that,
0: so we were getting into a really busy season. So after uh, the 21st is the TCS series qualifier. That is the 27th, 28th, and 29th. So Tamaya asked to be put on that weekend instead of our February weekend, which is why the crash in was in February. So oh. the Tamaya regional, you have to race in a regional in order to race in a national. And we're hosting the nationals again. So if you want to race in the national, you got to come for the regional if you're local. The following weekend, on April 3rd, 4th, and 5th, that's the J-Concept Spring Nationals. So we got four straight weeks of just bam, 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 stuff. Just stuff. Just mm-hmm. racing, as, as always. We're always busy. We never... We don't really... It's, it doesn't seem like we have any downtime. But, that being said, we're back on dirt club racing on April 11th, which happens to be my wife's birthday. Ooh. Um, So... Ooh. Uh, then we're back on the 18th. So we have two straight weeks of dirt club racing. Then the track will be closed the 19th through the 22nd for a complete track rebuild. We do one of them a year where we do the entire thing. Woo. And, uh, that's going to be taking place that week. And then our spring, sorry, our Hobbyplex um, off-road spring champs is the 24th, 25th, 26th. Woo. That's one of them that I really look forward to every year kind of kicks off our dirt. 10 scale season.
2: Yay. Yeah. I look
1: forward to it every year.
0: So a lot going on. Um, April for me sucks. And I'll tell you why. This is why April stinks for me. Rain. Okay. No, no, I don't care about rain. We we're we're indoor. Who cares? Okay. Other than not being able to mountain bike so much. Yeah. My wife's birthday is April 11th. Our anniversary is April 26th. And then mother's day is Uh, Sunday, May 10th this year. So I have three major, uh, (laughs) holidays involving my wife that happen within weeks of one another.
1: Bam, bam, bam.
0: I love my wife to death and I think she was watching and I just like to say happy birthday, happy anniversary and happy mother's day. But those, why didn't we think this through? Because those three things being so close to one another is just like super hard on me. Right. Like I'm a December, I'm a December birthday. I hate it. I hate it because my entire (laughs) life people have been like, oh, this is your Christmas present and your birthday present. Yeah. And my sister was born in August. So my sister got presents on her birthday and she got presents for Christmas. But this guy, every single season was like, oh, this is, we're going to combine your, your, your gifts together for this one. And I'm always like, great. That's fantastic! Thanks.
1: Yeah, but what's what's Margie's birthday?
0: Uh, August sixth.
1: Ah, mine's the eighteenth.
0: Yeah, August sixth. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, my birthday's August eighteenth. Everybody listening, so uh, oh, uh, don't forget, don't forget Will's <laughs> birthday. <laughs> yeah, don't forget my birthday. <laughs> but yeah, so I did it right because my my uh, my wedding anniversary is in January. My wife's birthday That's is right. in September. Yeah, yeah,
0: for, yeah. I I always I don't know how I could forget because it was such a cold. Cold time being at your uh, being at your wedding. I'm not complaining. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a nice wedding, beautiful wedding, yeah. but man, it was. I
1: cried that <laughs> year.
0: It was cold.
1: Yeah, it was too. It was
0: really cold. Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah.
1: Do
2: you have one?
0: So we're winding it down. We got a few minutes left. So I made a post for questions. Here's the thing: I don't get about it though. Is I posted this video that I of myself caught on security cameras letting one go and it hasn't been viewed that much. And I thought for sure that people would find that hilariously funny and nobody said a word about it.
2: Maybe maybe
0: they didn't turn their sound on.
1: Did you see it? Yeah, I did. There's no sound. What? There is sound. You got to turn it up. I had my phone up all the way. Oh, you can hear the, you can hear the, the, your, your butt flap. Yeah. On the, on the the video. (sighs)
0: That's fine. That's funny. Maybe I'll po- I got two just, of them. Maybe I'll post another one next time.
1: Just like <laughs>
0: I posted it on Reddit. So there's a subreddit. We're going to go there because it's a podcast. Who cares? There's a subreddit of, uh, our backslash farts. And I actually took, I, f- when I, when I found that I caught this on video, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I'm going to make my first Reddit post. And I went on there and I posted it and I got like four upvotes within an hour. I was so happy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's Woo. funny going viral
2: Woo. Going we're
1: going viral
2: how many down though no none no oh, really yeah none
1: Woo. Huh. so no, i yeah should i don't we, know why it didn't didn't get like a lot of likes or whatever but
0: should we get into there was a couple questions from last week um that i don't think we got into since we got we got a little bit of time we can get in a couple of them because yeah, let's get into them because richard my wife's husband's going to edit this down a little bit. So uh, it, it's always going to be nice. So yeah. Um, thanks Richard. Yeah. Thanks Richard.
2: You just gave a thumbs up by the way. Yeah. Uh,
1: our, our engineer. Did we talk
2: about this
0: one? This is rod case. Um, I'm wondering if any races will be on the tone qualifying heads up style. Also heard you mention something about one tenth being on Fridays. Could you elaborate on that? What would Saturday be? Would summer series be on Saturday? So there's like five questions in that one. So uh, wondering if any races would be on the tone qualifying. <sighs> Only Plexpec really is what we've been doing.
1: It I enjoy ifmar qualifying.
0: It seems like a majority would would rather have that ifmar style qualifying. We tried it on at the tone Tuesdays, and honestly, Tuesdays have just dropped off the pace of the planet. We've kind of turned it into a crawling night, which I'm actually mm-hmm. kind of happy about because now maybe I'll get to go do Taco Tuesday mountain bike rides at Walnut Creek. Now that we're not doing stuff on Tuesdays the whole time,
2: I could come with you.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Emerson, come with me.
1: Um, I could even come, I guess. Yeah, you could totally come. I've been doing CrossFit, so nice. Look out. Uh, okay. <laughs> watch
0: uh, out,
2: bro.
1: Watch out, bro. <laughs> yeah. <afraid> uh,
0: <laughs> and then, uh, so heads up, style. So probably not for regular club racing. Also, thought you heard mentioned something about one tenth being on Fridays, so. Family Friday's open to everybody. So you can come race dirt whenever you want on Fridays. Um if you want to come race uh like I said stock buggy, there's actually been four or five guys racing stock buggy pretty much all 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 winter.
1: Woo. Oh, so you'll you know we sh- sorry not to interrupt again like, like I always do but yeah. uh we should have we should be like Family at fri- Family Friday off-road racing night cuz when you're here you're family, you know? Like you don't need a fr- <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's our slogan. <laughs> Yeah, when
1: you're here your family. That when you're here, sued, your family sued by the Olive Garden. <laughs>
0: oh.
1: That'd be perfect. Okay. Like, hey, you don't have a family? We should come on down to we, the Hobbyplex Family Friday off road. We could racing. have like a we when could hear your family.
0: We could go get a bunch of like Fazoli's breadsticks. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and have them available for everybody. To eat. Under yeah, the we can hobby sound logo, get town one Italian logo. ice, and they have to give us like twenty of them because they have to give them to.
2: <laughs> Under the hobby sound logo, there's just when you're here, your family. Yeah. <laughs> In the same font,
0: we could use the same font.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did. We I just. I mean, copy honestly, and everybody else
0: steals our ideas, so it's about time we start stealing other people's ideas. Let's go there.
1: Yeah, you know? like people like people think, oh, I don't have a family yet, or. Like, I don't have a family. Like, I can't go to Family Friday off-road racing. <laughs> so we should just have it be like, when you're here, you're family.
2: Come oh, on, man. Mom. Nobody- Let me go find my family. Oh,
0: man. Is this thing um, on? Yeah, this
1: thing is on. Is this thing on?
0: So summer series races will always be on Saturday. Just want to point that out. The first one's May 16th. But here's the thing. History has shown that we can't not have two race nights in the summertime. So we have to choose one. And last year we, we nixed a uh, weekly Saturday club racing for Fridays and it seemed that that worked out pretty well from us. Don't you think?
1: Yeah. It, it worked out good for everybody but me because my wife works on Saturdays and Friday's her day off. So oh. it's kind of a rough, rough, one, but Hey, you know, the needs of the many outweigh, yeah, the I mean needs the, turn- of the turnout, turnout I
0: mean, wise Friday really didn't have that much drop off. Yeah. Saturdays dropped like a brick. Like oh, I was yeah. like I was like all right I think it was like the third or fourth Saturday and like four people showed up and you're yeah. just like well okay I guess this is the last one for the summer you know
1: mm-hmm. no I'm not complaining like it makes sense yeah but-
0: did we talk last week about tires on dirt for air?
1: <laughs> yeah I feel like we did um but uh, oh that one hasn't aired yet yeah the, yeah you're that right podcast isn't out okay. yet that's right so, so okay um, spoilers yeah spoilers. I- yeah, spo- yeah, listen to last week's podcast if you want to know what
2: happened
1: this week. <laughs> <laughs> and now, a
2: word from our sponsors. Yeah!
0: We also got to get better about filling in our pivotlending.com uh, uh, things. Uh, actually, we probably won't have to worry about that here in a few weeks because we're going to have like this recording session in a couple weeks where we're going to have these little bits that get put into our show. So we won't even have to really worry about it that much. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, uh, so we, we should give do, a we, shout out. So,
1: so wait, do we need to do one of my commercials? Yeah.
0: Uh, go ahead, go for it.
1: Okay. <laughs> so Alex, I heard that you just had your 11th child, um, and you need a bigger <laughs> house, um, with more rooms cause all your kids are living in shoe boxes and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, but, man, I don't even, under- one- I don't
0: even understand how we made another kid. There was no like available space or room to really get anything done.
1: Yeah. I mean, You know, you just look, look at her cross-eyed and you're having another one. So anyway, uh, I heard you're in the market for a new home with 11 bedrooms, right?
0: Yeah, that'd be fantastic. I didn't even know that there was such a place that existed.
1: Well, Hey, call my friend over at pivot lending realty group, uh, David Olson's dad or Aiden Olson's dad, rather (laughs) 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 they'll, they'll help you get financed for a home that, you and your 27 kids can live
2: in. <laughs> Daddy, I'm tired of my shoe box.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nice.
0: That's perfect. That was great, Will. You're, oh, yeah. Anytime. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. off the cuff. Off the cuff. For we're more. actually
0: supposed to plug Don Z-A- Zaller. Zayler, Z A Z A L That is uh, who David works with.
2: Oh, and she's okay. She's a rep
0: at Pivot Lending, so you can get a hold of her. Uh, we're supposed to have a promo code at some point. That hasn't happened yet. So right now we're just sort of like totally Wayne's world in it right now. And uh, yeah. if you don't get that reference, you suck. Uh, you should go back and watch some 80s movies, 90s movies. Jesus, 90s movies.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> did I do that joke on on the air? Like. We're like I like totally Wayne's World it and like ruin our sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, we can't do that. That'd be that'd be yeah. terrible.
0: I think it's so funny just to call me Aiden Zolt's dad, dad. <laughs> instead of David. David would <laughs> think it's funny though. That, you know, it'd be so awesome is if is if uh, somebody watching the YouTube uh, live stream right now or uh, our listeners actually is in the market to buy a home or re- refinance or whatever, you know, you need to do call up pivot yeah. lending and just go, is Aiden Olson's dad there?
1: <laughs> yeah. And then, then say you have 11 children and you need a, you need an 11 bedroom. I heard oh, oh, from the podcast so, the commercial. Best.
0: That should actually <laughs> yeah. be the promo code. Aiden Olson's oh, dad. 11 children. Absolutely. Yeah. That should be the, that should be <laughs> the promo code. Eleven kids. <laughs>
1: 11 kids. Yeah. That'd be sweet. All right.
0: Well, um, that's pretty good for this week. Uh, it's crazy. When I started thinking about doing this weekly, I was thinking, man, what are we going to talk about? But one hour goes no. by really fast. Like we run out of time yeah. almost every single time we do this. So that's it for now. Right. You good. You got anything to say? No, I'm fine. Emerson, yeah, you got anything to say? No. Okay. <laughs> Straight up. No, <laughs> this is was, wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. You're not these.
1: having fun, I Emerson. I never said that.
0: No, you should see him. He looks bored out of his mind. No, I uh, don't. Okay.
1: Hey, wait, uh Emerson, do you still have a girlfriend? You should yeah. Give out a <laughs>
0: shout out to your girlfriend. What's your girlfriend's name, Emerson? No. Yeah.
1: What? Why not? Her name's No. Why did they name her No?
0: No. Oh. Man. He's not playing was- along.
1: That was really cool that time no. that I uh, got on the PA at the place. I'm Plex pretty,
0: and- I'm pretty, I'm proud of him, man. He's got, he's had a girlfriend since like September.
1: Yeah, he's the, in same, a the same girlfriend.
0: He's in like a committed junior high relationship, if there is such a thing.
1: Yeah when when's the wedding?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oof, yeah, don't go there. Mom will get oh. mad. What is say. she still listening? She probably is. She's probably on YouTube Uh-oh. right now. She's probably like anything and and Haley and me. Yeah. All right. We better go. Good show. Good job.
2: Yay. Yay. All yeah.
0: right. So uh, thank you. This is, uh, once again, this was Alex, Emerson Sturgeon, Will Brinton um, for the Hobbyplex uh, podcast. And uh, don't forget to uh, locate our sponsor, pivotlending.com.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do the sweet, out. Sweet. Song. I'm going to do the out song. Are you ready?
1: What's the out song?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's laughing.
1: Oh. <laughs> Ever said you need to go spend some time on the streets and work on your beatbox. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Big time.
0: Anyways, okay. I'll see you guys later.